Welcome to the Thrive Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly DeSantos, and I'm here to talk all things business, money, motivation, and manifestation. My goal in this podcast is to help turn your vision board into your reality and live a life of freedom. I'll interview some of the most amazing women in business who will give you all the tips and advice you need to live your most abundant life. We were not put on this earth to survive. We are here to thrive. So without further ado, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Thrive Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I hope everyone is doing well and had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. Uh, My husband, my son and I, as well as some friends, we went up to the northern part of Georgia. We went to see the foliage and just some beautiful crisp weather. And for anyone that doesn't know, the northern part of Georgia, they have this area of wineries. They have beautiful wineries up there. I love to visit wineries. That is like one of my favorite things to do. I have been to some great wineries in my life so far. I have visited Napa Valley and Sonoma out in California, which is just stunning. I went to some great wineries in Europe as well. So I am just so fascinated by the process of making wine. I think it's so beautiful. I love to go to a beautiful winery where there's vineyards and I want to see the barrels. I want to learn how they're aged. I want to know how long the wine has to sit and ferment. I want to smell everything. I want to see the leaves. I want to see the grapes. The whole experience of going to a winery is just one of my favorite things to do. And there's this area, I'm not going to say the name of the town because I don't know how to pronounce it. And this is kind of funny because we kept asking people how to pronounce it, but it starts with a D and I will put that in the show notes in case anyone is dying to know. Uh, So we went to that area. And if you're from Georgia, I'm sure you know about this area because there are tons of wineries up there, guys. Like we were lucky enough to do four in one day. You know, they're anywhere from 10 minutes apart to 20 minutes apart to 30 minutes apart. So we kind of found the top ones that we really wanted to see. And then we made our own little route on the best way to get to them. Our own little wine tour, basically. So we checked all those out and they're stunning. My favorite one was this one and it looks like you're in Italy. The name of this winery was called Montalucci. Uh, I can also put that in the show notes as well. It was just stunning. I felt like I was in Italy. It was just gorgeous. There was Italian music playing. There was actually a wedding going on when we were there. It was just the best day. And then we also visited a place up there called Stone Mountain, which apparently is the number one kind of touristy attraction, if you will, in the state of Georgia. There's signs all over in that area that says that's the most visited thing in the state, apparently. I learned about it online and it gave this big kind of like naturist park vibe when you pull up and it was really big. There was a lot of cars going to it. So you take this little cable trolley car, whatever it is, up to the top 
of this stone mountain. It takes about two and a half minutes to get up there. So it goes pretty fast. And then you get to the top and it's basically like this giant rock and it's just beautiful. The views are beautiful. You can take photos, hang up there for a little bit. They had some snacks and drinks up there. And then you can take the car back down. And on the way down, you'll see there's a part of the stone that's kind of carved out into this um, design. And it's kind of giving like Mount Rushmore vibes, if you will. So I, it was really cool. I was unaware that this was a place. And then they have this little, I don't want to say theme park because I think our kids got really excited. You know, we live in Florida, so they're used to going to Disney and Universal. In their minds, they probably thought they were going to something on that scale. And it definitely wasn't. It was definitely more of a smaller scale, but it was really, really cute. And they had it decorated for fall and they had a lot of pumpkins. They were having this pumpkin festival and they would have a light show. So that was a really cute place. Um, but they were just, you know, looking for roller coasters and rides. So they liked it, but definitely a place that's really cute for even smaller kids if you have those. But there was just so many other things that you could do there. We just didn't have time to do everything. So we ended up leaving Stone Mountain um, because our kids wanted to go on the mountain roller coaster in Helen, Georgia. So we said, okay, jump in the car. We drive to Helen, Georgia, which was over an hour from Stone Mountain. We did a mountain roller coaster, which was so much fun. If anyone has ever done one of those before, I have done that in Tennessee, but this was just a blast. Um, you're going on this little cart that's on this cable and it's just so much fun. And then the town of Helen itself is like inspired by Germany, I would say. It looks like a little German town and they had Oktoberfest going on right now. So there was a lot of people, there was music, there was tents. It was, it was just a good time. And then we went and we ate in one of the really kind of famous German restaurants in that town and everything was just delicious. I ate my first schnitzel. Yes, uh, you know, I'm not really like a pork person, but I ate the schnitzel and it was delicious. So 10 out of 10, North Georgia was a blast. Highly recommend it. If anyone has any questions or wants any more information on that trip, you can DM me. So we're going to do some travel talk as well on this podcast. So if I go anywhere really cool or if I learn about something, I'll share it with you guys and we'll get you that information. So look forward to that on some upcoming episodes as well. All right. So today's episode, we're going to talk about how do you reset? And this is a very authentic episode because I'm going through that this week. Put yourself in this situation. You just went on a trip. So you're out of town for some time. You haven't been in your house for a few days. Then you get home and it's kind of chaotic. You know, you get home, you have your luggage, you got to unpack, you have clothes to wash, you have things to put away, you have to kind of reorganize your house, look around, make sure everything is still in one piece. Um, it, it's, it's a lot when you get home It's and you're tired. You just traveled all day. I put my son in the shower because he had to go to school the next day and then I got him to bed and... I just said, you know what? I'm not going to do a thing. I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up early tomorrow and we're going to just start from there. So I ended up going to bed. I woke up at 5 a.m. the next day and I felt good. I felt like I had slept a lot because I had napped on and off in the car on Sunday. So it wasn't like I only got that much sleep. I definitely got some sleep in the car. We have to reset. So maybe you just got back from a trip or maybe you are feeling overwhelmed 
or maybe you're in a funk and you just want to get out of that funk. So how do we reset our energy? This is what we're going to talk about today. Step one to resetting your energy is you have to clean and organize your home. And I get it, guys. I know. Who has time to do that when I'm catching up with everything? I totally get it. But it is so important to have a clean and organized environment for so many different reasons, okay? So we moved into our new house about a year ago, and I wanted to get all new stuff because the vibe of my house now, it's very like modern, white, gray. So anything that we had prior, just it wasn't going to work. So I said, okay, I'm going to get all new stuff. And I just purged a lot of stuff. I threw out a lot of stuff. I threw out a lot of clothes. And it is just such a good feeling to clean, organize, and just purge things. It's just... When you have so much clutter in your house, it is not good for the energy. You need energy to flow and clutter makes you stressed. It makes you anxious. It causes stress in your relationship because, you know, you're stressed just looking at mess, which is going to cause you to argue with your husband. These are facts, people. These are facts. So first way to clean your home is just kind of purge anything you don't need anymore. Throw it out. You know, those Abercrombie jeans from high school, throw them out. You don't need them. Trust me, you don't. So step one to resetting your energy is going to be to clean your home and your car. What are the benefits of doing this? Research shows when you have a clean home and a clean car, you're going to have reduced stress. You're going to be more productive. You're going to have better sleep. You're going to have improved creativity. You're going to have increased happiness and you're going to have better health. So these are the benefits of having a clean home and clean environment. It's also going to just really give you a boost in your mental health because you're going to feel put together. You're going to feel calm. You're going to feel relaxed. Your stress is going to go down. So really just take some time to focus on getting your house in order. And it can be overwhelming to some people, especially if they have a lot of things or maybe they haven't been the cleanest person. So it can be really overwhelming to try to start that journey. So if it becomes too overwhelming, start with one room at a time. If that's too overwhelming, start with one closet at a time. You really just have to break it down into just little pieces. And then you know what? You do that every day. You stay consistent. And before you know it, your house is in order. And if you need help, get help. Guys, there's great people out there today. There's people who you can hire to clean your house. There are people that you can hire to help organize your home. There's a lot of help out there. So if that's something that you need help with, get the help, spend a little money on it, and you're going to see an improvement in so many areas of your life just by reaching out and getting some help in that. So don't feel any type of way about that. Go for that. Number two to resetting your energy We're going to talk now in regards to finances. So maybe you just got back from the trip or if you're in a funk, it's important to focus on the finances. How to reset your financial energy. This is kind of a a theory of feng shui as well. So growing up, my dad was actually really into feng shui. He would read a lot of books on it. I think maybe he took a course on it. I'd have to ask him again. And he would buy these little kits of things and he would put these random things around the house, like different coins under different plants 
fence and he would have water flowing in this corner and this in that corner. I was always kind of interested in that as well because my dad kind of would do those things and I thought it was interesting. I would read my own books on feng shui and I incorporated a lot of that too in my life as well as when I was building my house. There was some things that I wanted done um, in regards to feng shui for my house. Like I wanted rounded corners and then I put certain crystals in different corners of my home. We can talk about feng shui in another episode because that's, again, that's a whole nother topic. Step one to resetting your financial energy is making room for wealth to come. Go get your wallet and you're going to clean it out. You're going to get rid of all the garbage in there that you don't need. I bet you if you go to your wallet right now, a lot of us are going to find some old receipts, some old hotel keys, maybe some used gift cards, whatever is in there, business cards that you don't need, anything in your wallet that you don't need, you need to go get it and you need to throw it out right now. Purge all that crap out of your wallet that is taking up space and blocking any financial wealth from flowing your way. That is a feng shui theory as well. Another thing is keeping some cash in your wallet. We've all kind of become this digital world now where a lot of people don't carry cash. You know, I am kind of guilty of that. A lot of times uh, my husband will tell you that. However, I have learned through research and reading that it is important to have cash in you, one, for emergencies. And our parents always told us that, right? Have some cash on you. And then the other thing is if you are going to look into your wallet and you don't see any money, that's sending a message to your subconscious mind. I don't have any money. Even though maybe you have a million dollars in your bank account, you looking at a plastic debit card versus you looking at a hundred dollar bill, you're going to be more stimulated and your subconscious mind is going to relate more to looking at that $100 bill. It is important for you to have cash in your wallet. That way, every time you go to look into your wallet, your subconscious mind is going to be stimulated by looking at that bill and you're going to feel abundant and you're going to see that bill and your brain is going to get excited because it's going to say you have money and it's going to look for more money versus you just looking into your wallet and it's like "Mm, nothing is there because looking at that plastic debit card is not going to give you the same vibration as if you were looking at cash. So to summarize that step, as far as resetting your financial energy, go clean out your wallet, get rid of the junk you don't need in there, put some cash in there. I personally like to do largest bill to smallest bill. That way, again, as soon as I'm looking in my wallet, I'm seeing a bigger bill. My subconscious mind is seeing that. That energy is out there. That money is going to flow to me because I'm thinking about it. So that's an important theory to remember when you want to reset your financial energy and attract more wealth. Now let's talk about resetting your physical energy. So let's say you just got back from a trip. You know, you've probably been eating out at a lot of restaurants, maybe indulging in a few glasses of wine, maybe you skip the gym. A lot of times after a vacation, our bodies are not feeling great. They're not, you know, their optimal level. You're out of your routine. You're not eating and drinking your normal things. So it kind of throws your body off a little bit. And sometimes you don't feel good. Maybe you feel more sluggish or your stomach is upset or you feel bloated. So it's important to reset that energy. Number one would be to go grocery shopping. 
buy some healthy stuff, get back on your routine of what you usually eat and drink and try to avoid going out to eat for a few days, avoid alcohol for a few days, increase your water intake, just kind of re-regulate your body and get your body some good nutrients and eat healthy foods just to reset physically and then you will start to feel better. And when you start to feel better physically, that's going to carry over to your mental state as well. In addition to eating healthy, exercise. You know, there are some vacations I go on where I do feel like I get a lot of exercise, especially if it's like a city where you're walking a lot. But in the case of my last weekend, you know, we drove a lot. So we were sitting in the car and we weren't really doing anything like super active. We weren't hiking or anything like that. So definitely important to incorporate exercise, you know, start small, take a 10 minute walk, do 10 minutes of yoga, whatever you can do, whatever you can fit in, because you're going to feel better. Those endorphins are going to be released. That cortisol level is going to decrease. Your stress is going to decrease. And you're going to feel better once you start exercising again and eating healthier. And then the last step to resetting your energy is going to be your mental reset. So now you just got back. Maybe you had this great trip, but now we're back to reality. So maybe you have to get back to work. You have to get back to cleaning the house and doing the laundry, paying bills, whatever it is you have to do. It can be overwhelming and stressful at first to get everything back in order. So it's important that we reset our mental state. And what are some ways to do that? Meditate, take five minutes, take 10 minutes, do your meditation, relax, try to get yourself calm and just remind yourself that you are going to get it all back together. It's okay that you were on a trip and things got a little chaotic, but you're back, you're home safe. So how do we do our mental reset? That's where our meditation's gonna come in, our gratitude's gonna come in, our affirmations are gonna come in. All of that is gonna help you relax. That's gonna help you refocus and just calm down any stress or anxiety that you have. Another way to do a good mental reset is go look at your vision board. If you did your vision board, go look at your vision board for five minutes. Look at those pictures. Remind yourself why you have to get back to your routine because maybe you're looking at yourself on a yacht in the south of France and that's the next vacation you want to go on. So you have to do what needs to be done before you can get on that yacht. So remind yourself. And again, that is the purpose of a vision board is to constantly put your dreams, put your wants right in your face. So you're reminded of why you have to do the work that you have to do is because you want to get the end result of what you want, because you want to turn that vision board into your reality. So that is a good way to do a mental reset as well. Maybe you want to add a few things. Maybe this trip inspired you and you want to start a new goal or you have a new desire. Add to it. Don't think because you made your vision board one time that you can't change or add things to it. And as you do things on your vision board, you can take them off or you can leave them on because I also think it's important to leave things that you've done on because then that is proof that your vision board is working. Because if you have a picture of say, a car that you wanted on your vision board and you are driving that car daily, when you look at that vision board, you're gonna feel a sense of positivity that everything on that vision board is possible 
because you've already achieved some of those things on that vision board. So why wouldn't you be able to achieve them all? Oh, and something else interesting I learned in regards to managing stress or calming down any anxiety is if you're feeling overwhelmed in that moment, you can go eat and chew on some sour candies. I don't know, sour patch or some sour gummy worms or whatever, something sour, because that is actually this kind of distraction technique. So it shifts your brain's attention from feeling anxious or feeling overwhelmed and it goes to that taste in your mouth of that vivid kind of assertive flavor and that kind of tricks your brain not to think about the stress so if you're feeling really really overwhelmed or anxious go get some sour patch candies chew on those and everything's gonna be all right so I have actually been doing this I don't do it often but like if I ever just feel really overwhelmed I will usually have some sour patch candies and I'll just eat a couple and I swear it helps it it truly does four sour patch kids and a 10 minute walk you're gonna feel like a whole new person that's an interesting thing I learned as well. All right. So that is the episode today, guys. Um, so I hope that you learned something today and I hope that you guys can incorporate some of these tips to reset and refresh your energy in case maybe you're in a funk or if you just got back from a trip. So those are some good tips that I've learned and I have incorporated into my daily life. So there it is. And then a tip in regards to travel is always have another trip planned. On the way home from your trip, a fun thing to do is plan the next trip. That way you already have something fun to look forward to. I think that is a great theory. So there it is. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys again so much and I'm so thankful for all the support and I am so excited about this journey and I'm so excited how well everything is being received and We'll stop there, but I will catch you guys on the next episode. So have a great day and go reset that energy. All right. Bye, everyone.